Welcome to another episode of Scrubby Stories. I'm your host, Uncle Scrubby. Here to tell you a story. Our story tonight is called The Legend of the Polar Bears. Legend of the Polar Bears. How they became so dang legendary. Why? How? Who? When? What? Where? It happened. One year. Long time ago, bears used to all be one color, brown, boring brown. If you notice, there aren't a lot of brown things anymore. Cars are out of style. Chocolate bars are still brown. But there were a lot of just brown, brown bears, black, little blacky, black, brown bears. No white bears. There's one year, man came to town. There's a town in the mountains of Silimapuk. Silimapuk was a mountainous town. Lots of mountains. Country folk. A lot of sheep and beavers. And the beavers used to make fun of the bears. Used to ruin them, reputation-wise and everything. Smack their little bottoms with their tails and nip at their knees. The beavers. It's a pain in the neck, beavers. And there was nothing the bears could do, because bears were, for the most part back then, kind-hearted. Yeah, I mean... Every once in a while you'd find a a dead person, but that was usually by mistake. I'm sure you've heard of the term bear hug. These bears would go up and try to be loving and squish people to death. Squish. And they'd fall down and die. Make the bears unhappy, and of course, everybody point a big finger. Oh, those horrible bears, blah, blah, big teeth, blah. You know, thousand-pound bears, big claws, kill you. Bears are like, whatever. We're just, whatever. And what are they going to do? How are they going to defend themselves? The only bear to really get away with that was Pooh, who um, 
eventually. Got his own television series with the donkey and the boy, man, the pig. Anyway, prior to that, there was a diversion in the bear society because of these ruthless beavers. They would not leave these poor bears alone and kept giving them a bad rap. It really was the beavers that were dangerous. Like I said, they spanked people from behind, would run away or leave a bear there and everybody's like, oh my gosh, a bear spanked me. Oh my gosh, look, a bear chopped down that tree, blah, blah, ate my food, picnic basket, honey, bear, 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 bear. But it was really those mischievous beavers. So, Duke, one of the elder bears. Anyway, Duke, Duke was dying. And so he looked over to a bear that he was fond of named Yogi and said, you must lead these bears to freedom. Now Yogi was a happy-go-lucky bear. He was not much of a doer. He was more of a, hey, a talker. So basically he drew up promised to drop a map for these bears, and he did. He drew up a map to help the bears out. The bears that wanted freedom and life. There was about a good handful, or maybe like ten handfuls of bears that wanted to go. Ten nice handfuls. It's about a hundred bears. Well, I guess human hands are Probably only one bear, but for the sake of hands, we'll talk about a hundred bears. And these bears wanted a new life. So Yogi drew them a map. It said, go. Go north. Where you will find cover and shelter. The bears knew that they weren't going to find cover and shelter because they were all brown. So they walked and walked and walked. And walked and walked and walked and walked and walked. And walked. They must have walked for a full 30 minutes. The bears were slow back then. The beavers caught up, started to cause havoc. One of the bears, his name was, uh, well, he had a family, actually. His name was Berenstein. One of the Berenstein bears saw a cabin up ahead. He told the other bears, said, you wait here. I will return. Hide here. Hide here in this 
little little bunch of sticks I made for you, a little house of sticks. He built a little house for them, and they hid in this stick house, and he ran to this other big house. It was red and had lights on it and was cheery and joyful. He knocked on it, and a man appeared. The beard and happiness everywhere and fat. Fat everywhere. Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas. Even though it was still July, Berenstein said, Listen, I've got about a hundred bears and these beavers are giving us a really crappy time. Need your help? Santa was like, well, come sit down at the table, let us talk. You can, um, have a soda with me. Have a, have a Coca-Cola. And, um, Polar bear, the bear said, not a polar bear. He had said, well, I don't understand. He said, ah, drink up. You'll see. It's a bubbly, delicious taste. It's a drink that brings out bubblies in your nose. It makes you feel good about yourself. Determined, confident. Probably not very good for your teeth. He drank it. And sure enough, it was delicious. The stinking delicious. May I have another? Uh, oh, oh, of course you can. He drank another. And another. May I have another, he said. Ho, ho, hold on a minute. I, I don't have a lifetime supply. Although, wait a minute. Maybe I do. He picked up his phone and called Coca-Cola and said, I have a great idea. I think we can sell your Coca-Cola to these bears. And Coca-Cola laughed and said, Bears? Santa, we just want you to drink the Coca-Cola. Not the silly bears. The Santa was like, well, these bears are different. Oh, how is that? How so? Well, they're polar bears... For one, what is a polar bear? Coca-Cola said. Why, they're white. But these bears were all brown. So he hung up the phone and he said, Coca-Cola will do it, but only if you are white. He says, but we're not white. We're a bunch of brown black bears. We don't know any better. Santa said, you don't get it, do you? Coca-Cola is horrible for you. 
horrible. Look at your skin already. Look at your hair. You're graying like me. <laughs> Before I started drinking Coke, I was just a regular healthy man. Now I'm fat. And I've got gray hair. It's because it's all dead. I'm dead inside. I'm a dead man. That's what Coke does for me. But it makes me happy and silly. Kids love it. They love to jump up and down on my tummy. Everybody loves that. Ho, ho, ho. Santa Claus, out of shape. His bones are weak, but we love him. That's what I am. I actually don't have bones anymore. And neither will you. The polar bear looked, and sure enough, his hair was turning white as snow. Santa Claus, you saved us. Thank you. Oh, 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 don't mention it. Your life is pretty much ruined. But at the same time, you will get really funny commercials. So go. You can get commercials and endorsements and slide around on your bellies and your boneless bodies of white fur. So he went back to his brown bears and fed them the coke. And just in time, because the beavers are marching in. And to their surprise, they could not see the bears. Why? Because they were hidden. Hidden in the snow by their whiteness. All they could see was a bunch of white things drinking Coca-Colas and running around having a good time. And that's why every Christmas you see Santa Claus drinking Coca-Cola and you see polar bears, which are just regular bears with horrible, horrible skin and fur. Boneless, rubbery teeth, happy, enjoying their life, free from the beavers. The end.